This is John Boney speaking. The Holy Spirit is a great power of God. The Holy Spirit brings things to our mind to show us truth from God. I was playing golf with three women, two women. One was a Methodist and the other Church of Christ. As we walked along the golf course, the Methodist woman began speaking about those who judge other people. In a few minutes, the Holy Spirit brought something up into my mind, and I spoke it to her. If you judge, other people are judging. Aren't you judging? She went, (coughs) just gasped. It was like she was filled with hot air, like a balloon filled with hot air. And the word of the Holy Spirit punched a hole in her balloon, and it just... That's one thing the Holy Spirit does, brings truth to our mind. And when we speak that truth, it does the work of God. I've seen many times the Holy Spirit cause people to be born again. My mother was not a Christian, and we didn't go to church at all. They didn't speak against church, and they didn't speak against Bible. There were no Bibles in our house until I was five years old, and one of the relatives gave me a little white Bible. So I had a little Bible It just never was mentioned at our house. My mother was a follower of horoscopes. Every month we would go to the drugstore and she would buy the monthly horoscope magazine and read it to me. After I was born again, I was visiting her house and I opened a kitchen cabinet and there were four mugs with horoscope symbols, which I had given to my mother. I got a garbage bag and just started putting those mugs into the garbage bag, and my mother was watching me. She said, what are you doing? I want to keep those. You gave those to me. I didn't say a word. I just kept putting them in the garbage bags. I took the garbage bag out to the alley. I broke the mugs in the dumpster, not wanting anyone else to recover them. And I went back to my mother's house. She was sitting there silently, just saying nothing. I didn't say anything either. I just reached over and got my Bible and began reading Deuteronomy 18 aloud to my mother. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you any one that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire or that useth divination, 
or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer, for all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. For these nations which thou shalt possess hearkened unto observers of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee to do so. After I read these scriptures, my mother sat there quietly, and then she said, Well, I guess we'd better not do that anymore. She believed. She was born again, for that's what believing is. That's what born again is, is believing the word of God and agreeing with the word of God, and changing from the old way. After I returned to Dallas, where I lived at the time, my uncle contacted me, and he said, Your mother has changed. She has really changed. That's what being born again is. Who would ever plan to read Deuteronomy 18 to a person thinking they might be born again by Deuteronomy 18. We wouldn't, but the Holy Spirit knows. And when the Holy Spirit brought that to my memory, that's what I read. I owned a business in Dallas in American Indian Arts at the time I was born again. I was flying to Albuquerque, New Mexico to go out to the reservations to buy merchandise for my shop. My cousin was meeting me at the plane. She was a longtime Church of Christ member. Basically, all her life, she'd been a Church of Christ member. From the time she was a baby, she was taken to Church of Christ. As the plane started to land... These words came into my mind, be baptized. So when Jean picked me up, I said to her, if you can arrange it at the church, I'll be baptized before I return to Dallas. She said, but you've already been baptized. And I said, yes, but I wasn't born again at the time. I could tell she didn't understand, but she did arrange for me to be baptized that day. To my amazement, several of my relatives came. About 15 relatives came to the place where I was being baptized. The minister said to me, Do you want to say anything? I was surprised because I, I'd always been taught women couldn't speak in the church, but I said, Well, I guess so. And I just told them how I was born again. I was born again by the Holy Spirit speaking to me. Joan, you know these mistakes you've been making all these years? 
those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I said, Ugh, sins? I thought they were mistakes. And I was born again with that. I can't remember what else I might have said, but I feel certain I said that. I noticed in the group of my relatives that one of my cousins was smiling and shaking her head up and down in agreement with me. My uncle was crying, just weeping. The minister took me to the area where they baptize people, and the second he lowered me into the water, I heard, This is like being buried with Christ. As I came out of the water, I heard, This is like being raised with Christ. The Holy Spirit was speaking Romans 6 to me, for that's what it says in Romans 6, but I'd never heard it before. I dressed and went back to the auditorium. My uncle came to me, and he was still crying, and he said, I've never heard anything like you spoke today. I've never heard that. Could you write it out and send it to me? I said to him, well, I guess so. So when I got back to Dallas, I wrote it and sent it to my uncle. I believe my uncle was born again that day when I spoke those words before I was baptized. When we believe the word of God, we are born again. And when we are born again, we are sealed with the Spirit of God. Every believer is sealed with the Spirit of God. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of God, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Let's look for a minute at Hebrews chapter 1. In the Old Testament times, the prophets had the Holy Spirit, but the people didn't. So if the prophet wanted to know some, I mean, if the people wanted to know something about God, they went to inquire of God through the prophet. It's not that way in the New Testament because we all have the Holy Spirit. Hebrews 1, start at verse 1, God who at sundry times and in divers manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit of Jesus. It's Jesus speaking to us when the Holy Spirit speaks to us. So he hath, God hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. The Holy Spirit of God rises up in us to bring to our mind 
that which we need at that moment in time, and it is the power of God. As I was on that plane, the Holy Spirit said to me, brought up these words into my mind, be baptized. Just as the plane was landing, be baptized. I got off the plane. I told my Church of Christ cousin, if you can arrange it this afternoon at the church, I will be baptized. That was because the Holy Spirit told me that. I did what I heard from the Spirit of God, who is the power of God. Then when I spoke to my relatives that day, I spoke what the Holy Spirit brought into my mind. This is the power. This is the power of God to witness to God, to, the, to Jesus. This is the witness, the power of God to witness. And I believe my uncle was born again as a result of what I obeyed, which was simply, I obeyed what I heard from the Holy Spirit, what he brought to my mind. Now, when I was born again in 1975, I didn't know anything at all about the Holy Spirit. Neither did my best friend, who had been a Christian most of her life. She was raised Baptist. Neither of us knew anything about the Holy Spirit. Donna got me into some interesting things. At one point, she said, Joni, you have got to learn scripture. Therefore, I'm enrolling you in Bible Memory Association. And what you have to do is memorize one scripture a week, and then you have to recite that scripture to me, your sponsor, and I will turn it in. At the end of a certain time, they will send you a certificate. So she enrolled me in Bible Memory Association. I have an earned PhD. That was the hardest thing I've ever done to try to memorize that one scripture a week. It should have been very easy, but it wasn't. Later, when I learned to follow the Holy Spirit and live by these scriptures, there was no problem reciting the scripture I was living by because it was brought up into my mind by the Holy Spirit. That's what following the Spirit is. To teach me about the Holy Spirit, God put me in two sections, three sections of scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 9 through 14 I read this all the time. It was just burned through me. I It was so exciting to me. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. 
which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but we speak what the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. By this scripture I understood that God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, in me, would search the heart of God to reveal to me the will of God so that I would know what to do on this present earth. God showed me two other scriptures about the Holy Spirit and what he does. Jesus says in John chapter 14, verse 26, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. We read the Bible and we go along in this life and something happens and we're reminded of a scripture which shows us what to do in that situation. That's the Holy Spirit bringing that scripture to our mind so that we can know what to do. And by doing that scripture, we live in that scripture and we follow God by his spirit. That's how you follow God, by his spirit. He will also teach us all things. I really believe that. I ran a business at that time. Before I went out to the reservation, I would pray for God to have the Indian artist make the item for me. When I got there, I would pray for God to show me the item I should purchase. I would, this was praying for God to teach me what to buy, to show me what to buy for my business. When I came back to Dallas, I prayed for God to send the angels out to bring the customers in to buy the items. I never had anything in my business in four years that didn't sell. And I never had a sale in four years of running that business. I never had a sale. I ran my business by these scriptures. And I ran my life by these scriptures. And John, 4, John 14, 26 was that scripture. And in John 16, 13, there's another scripture which tells two things the Holy Spirit does for us. Jesus says, Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. You take the first step, and then you hear something else, you take the second step. Or he reminds you of a scripture. You start out with that scripture, doing it, meditating on it day and night, basically, doing everything that you can see to do from that one verse of scripture. It's like driving down the highway. You're on this road. The road is the scripture. And then there's a fork in the road, and you hear another scripture. So you focus on that next scripture, 
and you go down that road. Then you hear another scripture. You turn and go down that road. And you end up exactly where God wants you to be in this life by following scriptures. This is the way I lived, and I know this is scriptural. So how be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. Some people go to their neighbors and tell them what they're thinking and ask what the neighbor thinks about it, or they go to their pastor or they tell their mate. The great flaw in this approach is none of those people know the future. The God knows the future. So every one of the persons you go to could advise you wrongly. But if you will pray for God to give you wisdom in the area that you are pursuing, God knows the future. And there is, that promise says, if you will pray for wisdom, God will give you wisdom. I'm quoting from James chapter 1, verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. As a new Christian, I knew that it was God who gave wisdom to understand the Bible, or to know the Bible. I didn't want to forget to ask God for wisdom. So I took each chapter of my Bible and on chapter 1, above chapter 1, I wrote, Pray for guidance of the Holy Spirit. Or I wrote, Pray for wisdom. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given him. I've already spoken to you today of being led by the Spirit of God, be baptized, and arranging to be baptized, and the great witness, the power of God, that was in what I spoke that day to my relatives, and how my uncle was born again. I've spoken to you about how I followed God at the reservations in buying jewelry for my business. Romans 8.14 says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. These are examples of how we are led by the Spirit of God. I will speak about this several times in the future. I'll give examples, more examples, about the Holy Spirit and the work of the Holy Spirit. I believe by this one broadcast that you will have more opportunity to follow God by His Spirit. Now, there are other spirits. 
Certainly, we have our own flesh. And the devil gives us ideas. So there are many things to learn about this. But I can tell you that one of the major characteristics, the major way I know it's the Spirit of God. It's usually pure, peaceable, and gentle, and easy to be entreated. I'm quoting from John, excuse me, from James chapter 3, verse 17. It tells us the characteristics of the wisdom from God. After I finish recording this broadcast, I will take each scripture that I've spoken to you and write it down, put it on our blog under podcast. Our blog name is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. On the right-hand side of the page, you will see podcast. Click on that and look for this broadcast, which is called The Power of God to Be a Witness. Because every one of these scriptures will be written out there for you. You can copy, make a page, make a print of these scriptures. Keep it before you day and night to teach you what the Holy Spirit does for you. It is like a great gold mine. I know nothing, nothing that helps us more than the Holy Spirit of God that is given to us to enable us to know the will of God so we can follow God instead of following our own flesh or ideas from devils. Once again, the name of our blog is Jesus Ministries Exhortations. This is Joan Boney speaking, and I thank you for allowing me to speak to you today.